Welcome to the Natural Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Backus, and today is February 5th of 2024, and it's the day after the ancient pagan holy day of Imbolc, also known as St. Bridget's Day, also known as Candlemas. So we are halfway between the December solstice and the vernal equinox in March. So this is one of the cross-quarter days that celebrated had, has been celebrated for many millennia. And it's a time where we're marking this in-between period, in between the light and the dark. And the fact that the light is just starting to return here in the Northern Hemisphere, and the days are just starting to noticeably ling lengthen. In bulk means in the belly of the mother. So it gives us the sense that we're still in this incubation time. You could think of us having planted the seeds of the new solar year at the Capricorn solstice. And perhaps if you do New Year's resolutions, New Year's intentions, those are also seeds that you planted. And you can think of this as in the midst of the gestation period, not time yet for the emergence necessarily of these new ideas, but the time where they're starting to stir to life. And maybe you're feeling that in your life. Astrologically, we're also in a period where all the planets are moving direct, which means there's a lot of forward momentum. So this might be a this is a very good time to be starting new projects and to be making progress on some of those intentions that you set and some of those seeds you planted, but we may not necessarily be seeing fruits of that for some time. But today, what I really want to talk about is uh, kind of a continuation of this theme of what does it mean to be moving into the age of Aquarius? What does it mean to be in this time of transition? What are we transitioning from and to? And if you've been following me for a while, you know I've been uh, kind of springboarding off some of what the human design people have said, which is, of course, based a lot in astrology. And this whole discussion uh, of the Aquarian age being a time where we are moving to the necessity of being ourselves and looking inward and, and aligning and becoming in integrity with ourselves, with our own unique frequency. And the reason this is so much on my mind right now, and so much, uh, there's so much emphasis right now, is that the north node of the moon, the north lunar node is in the sign of Aries, and Aries is about me. Aries is the coming into existence, the I am sign, the first sign of the zodiac, the sign in the northern hemisphere when the seedling is pushing up through the soil and becoming itself. So we have Aries, the north node in Aries, and this means a very, uh, it means a strong emphasis on Aries energy. The north node of the moon is where we're getting energy entering in to our reality, into our world. It's the, the head of the dragon, the gaping mouth. In some ways, it's the insatiable, uh, the insatiable appetite. So there is a shadow side to this north node in Aries, which will, I've talked about, I think, in some of my 
earlier podcasts and certainly in some of my classes of overdoing, right? Uh, and we've seen that in the world, this overdoing of what do I want and imposing my will on the world. That's the shadow sign of Aries. But the other thing going on in Aries right now next to the North Node is the asteroid Chiron is there. Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. Chiron, the wounded healer archetype, is the common way of discussing Chiron. Chiron was the leader of the centaurs. He was the master healer. Chiron initiated the teenagers into warriorhood or into and taught physicians. He was the original teacher of physicians. And Chiron has much to do with where we feel vulnerable, where we feel shame, where we feel uh, where we have a sensitive spot. There's a raw sensitivity to Chiron where it shows up in our chart. And Chiron is also the outcast. And so when we put Chiron in Aries, what we're talking about is what I would call the existential wound. The M-I-O-K, should I be here? Why am I here? Do I deserve to be here? It's all about me deserving to exist. It's what I call the existential wound. And with Chiron coming up against the North Node in Aries, it's, it's, it's like this huge emphasis on healing this wound and finally honoring recognizing knowing not just believing but knowing that because i'm here i'm supposed to be here because i'm here i i am uh i'm i have a purpose i am my purpose and my life is my purpose and that my by honoring my very existence I heal this sense of not enoughness or should I be here or what is my purpose? Your purpose is to live your life and be your unique self and to be your unique frequency. And when I talk about another way of talking about this is we could think about the, the emphasis these days on embodiment. And what that means to me is bringing my full self here into 3D reality, filling myself with me, radiating myself as my own unique frequency. And I'm a little, uh, one of the reasons I'm sort of bringing this up right now too, is that I've seen in my classes and in my conversations and in the media feeds, social media feeds, and in the world of spirituality in general and the new age world, and even the Aquarian world, we see a lot of people talking about channeling. And if you're one of them, then my apologies in advance, but I am really struggling with this thing about channeling right now because the person and the being that each of us is here to channel is ourselves. And especially as we enter this new age, and especially as we enter this time, Pluto moving into Aquarius, a lot more change, a lot more disruption in terms of how we interact with society and how the individual is valued by the collective 
we have to value ourselves. And one way to value ourselves, in fact, the primary way of valuing yourself is to be yourself, is to be who you came here to be. And it may be that some here, some people came here to channel somebody else. But I think most of us are here to be ourselves. And so what I'm suggesting today is that Chiron conjunct the North Node in Aries, this, this astrological energy that we've, we're in for this entire month of February, uh, is about channeling yourself, channeling your soul, your true self, your own being. That is the wisdom of Aries. That's the wisdom of, of our existence here on earth. And it's there's a way that we leave a hole. We leave a hole in the cosmos. We leave a, a hole certainly on earth when we don't channel ourselves, when we don't occupy ourselves, when we don't bring our full frequency here. It's a gutsy move, right? That's the other thing about Aries is Aries is the sign of courage and the warrior. And there are many people in the new age world that get stuck in the love and light and of things. Uh, I'm here to be pure love. Well, your expression of yourself is your own pure frequency of love. So if you want to be love, if you want to bring more love to the earth, bring more of you here now that's the work that's the that's the work that requires courage that's the work that requires uh commitment and will and that's the work that gets lost sometimes in this new age world and some of the new agey understandings of aquarius aquarius is the wisdom bearer aquarius is not a water sign Aquarius is the bearer of water, the water bearer, but the water means waters of wisdom. So Aquarius is the sign of the individual who pours out their unique waters of wisdom for the benefit of humanity. So what that means is your greatest benefit to humanity is bringing your own unique flavor of natural wisdom, your own natural wisdom to the world. That's how you contribute. That's how that's how you heal the world in addition to healing yourself. And the way so from a practical point of view, the way that this this happens, the one of the ways that I find the most effective for bringing myself online is to go inside. Right? This is the counterculture this is the, the dismantling of the dominator culture. This is the dismantling of the, the control matrix we've been under for millennia. That is to go in and find who you are rather than look outside for ways to define yourself. And so the, the task, and again, what's, what we're being supported to do right now with the asteroid Chiron coming together with the North Node of the Moon is to become more ourselves and to look inside and to feel inside and to get a sense of what do I feel like? What am I? Who am I? Be curious. What, 
what is this entity, this energy that I referred to as I, one of my, my guru, in fact, Ramana Maharshi talked about following the I thought back to its source. Where does I come from? And if you could see me, I'm pointing right directly at my heart because that's often where the true I thought seems to originate. And I would suggest too, that there's a way to go even deeper in the body, even deeper down into the low belly and even the, the sexual energy of the self and get that sense of what do I feel like? What's my unique frequency? What am I here to bring? What energy, what energetic frequency am I bringing to the collective and to the whole? And of course, if you've also been listening to me for a while, another thing that you know I've said many times is that the body is the physical expression of that energetic frequency. So the body's not separate. The body is the physical expression of that energetic frequency as you are here incarnated on the planet. So it's the other piece of this original wounding, this existential wound. And this one of the ways that this existential wound gets triggered, or you could say even created for some of us, is depending on how we're born. If we've been born in a hospital like me, Many of us uh, were separated from mother and even separated from what our expectations were of coming to the earth and, and being born as physical human beings. And that was because at birth, we were separated from mother. We might have been put in a separate room. We were measured and poked and prodded and, and uh, maybe slapped, whatever was the sort of the the common um i won't say common wisdom but the common way at the time could have been very jarring to us as babies and if you've listened to if you've listened to the podcast for a while you may have heard my interview with charlotte kanye who specifically um specializes in healing this birth wound healing the birth wound that many of us suffered at the time that we came into this realm and into this dimension and uh, were traumatized, essentially. Uh, birth certainly can be, well, no, I won't go there. Um, not everybody has dealt with this. Many of you may not have had that, but you might think back to the story of your birth and sort of feel into is this one of the times or one of the major times where you, where there was a separation between you and your absolute belonging to this realm, this 3D realm? And if you're somebody who if you're somebody who tends to dissociate or get caught up in the transcendent spirituality that's so often taught and this whole, trying to get away from uh, human life, get away from uh, life on earth, then you might want to take a look at that and see if that sort of not wanting to be here traces back to a birth wound. So that's one other thing I wanted to mention is I think Chiron and Aries is also pointing us to 
that original wounding of our becoming human and becoming ourselves here on earth. And it is a time, again, to really focus on healing and reclaiming and reconciling with, I am here. And because I am here, not only do I deserve to be here, but I have a crucial role to play in the world. Whether I can see it and explain it in my mind is totally irrelevant. It's a knowing that my energy and my choice, if you think of it that way, my choice to be here is a sacred choice. And my energetic frequency is a sacred energetic frequency. And the world is the greater for me bringing my full frequency online. And of course, it's very easy to get caught up in objections and fears around that. Well, what if I have bad sides to me? What if I want things that are bad for other people? What if what I want hurts, somehow hurts the world or hurts others? That is what we've been taught, right? We've been taught that desire is bad. We've been taught that, well, in some cases and in some uh, some organized religions, especially in this country, we've been taught that people are a product of original sin and that just the fact that you are here and your birth is uh, something that needs to be contained and salvaged and uh, and saved. Right? There are religions that still will tell you that babies are born bad. And I think for what we're seeing in, with Chiron and Aries, what opportunity we have right now is to have, uh, to have the understanding that that's not true. That each of us is born as a pure soul, a pure light. And yes, we may be carrying karmas, we may be carrying wounding, we may be carrying ancestral issues. And certainly in the ways that we learn to survive in this world from the traumas, large and small, that we're subjected to, especially as children, we may have created survival stories that cause us to act in ways that are A, not authentically us, and B, can cause more harm and hurt. But I don't believe that that's how we come here. And I don't believe that any of us is a uniquely uh, destructive frequency. I believe all of us have an immense amount of creative power and we have choice how to use it when we become conscious of how we use it, when we become conscious and consciously work with who am I? What am I? What is my unique frequency? What's my energy? What? Who did I come here to be? And by extension, what did I come here to do? And that gets into the whole thing, the whole question that we get about what's my purpose? Your purpose, as I said earlier, be yourself. Your purpose is to be as you are, as you are at your fundamental core in integrity with your fundamental nature, acting from, operating from, and living from the inside out from your natural wisdom. So this Chiron, uh, 
Chiron North Node and Aries conjunction is exact on February 19th. And so the energy continues to build until that time. And rather than thinking it as a one-off event and I have to get this done now, which is how we often tend to think of these big events in astrology, uh, it's it's you can think of it more accurately as the beginning of a new cycle, right? Whenever two objects or two points in the sky come together, they create a new cycle, whether it's the sun and moon creating a new moon cycle or Saturn and Jupiter that we had at the end of 2020 creating a new 20-year cycle of Saturn and Jupiter energy, like a new a, a new beginning in the world, in the collective for how we operate, how we do things, how we think about things. But this Chiron North Node conjunction, again, you could think of like a new cycle and this new cycle and the buildup to it is the time, a very good time to be working with reclaiming the sacredness of the self and reclaiming the sacredness of me and myself and really being curious. And the best way I know to do this again is to sit quietly, feel into your energy, get away, withdraw your attention from your thoughts, withdraw your attention from your feelings and emotions, withdraw your attention from physical discomforts or sensations and bring your your energy as close to your center as you can. And again, I often find this is fairly low in the body, below the navel, and even again, feeling down into the, the sexual energy and the genitals and that part of us. But finding where you can get a sense, a felt sense, an intuitive sense of what am I, what do I feel like at my core? And the other thing I want to say about this particular practice is especially if you're somebody who's sensitive and who finds that you pick up other people's stuff or you feel the pain of the world, you feel the heartbreak of the world. If you read the news and it goes in and you have a hard time then processing it, coming back to this quiet center of yourself and spending time really um, building the sense of who I am at my core is the best medicine for, uh, for that porosity that we can have, for that picking up of others' energies. And it comes back to when I fully occupy myself, there's no room for anybody else. There's no room for invasion. And this, ha- this is true on the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional basis, that the more you are in tune with your own frequency, your own energy, then the less you are at um, cause of somebody else's. And this means that rather than put up strong boundaries, which is what we're often taught to do, which keep out everything, including things that we might want, it's it's more about like building your your energetic digestion or some people call it your spiritual digestion because just like your skin and your digestive tract and even the lining of your lungs 
we we as human physical creatures are we're digesting all the time our bodies uh, especially when we're in alignment and supporting them our bodies are always discerning what's mine what's not mine what do i want to take in and have become part of me and what do i need to eliminate and that's what we need to do on a subtle level as well we need to build our subtle digestion our energetic digestion, our spiritual digestion, by being more in tune with and more um, familiar with. And it's almost like a form of spiritual exercise or energetic exercise, this withdrawing attention from the external world. It's called prachahara in yoga. It's the withdrawal of the senses. Um, and what we're doing is finding, again, this connection with our, our sacred self, our soul, our unique energetic frequency. And the more often you do that, the more time you spend, then over the time that you practice, you'll find it's much easier and quicker to get there. And of course, being able to do it sitting alone quietly in a room is very different than when you're out in the world interacting with people. But the more solid you are on your own and the more that you've spent time in this practice building this sense of yourself, then the less easily you will get pulled off balance by uh, an unexpected event or a difficult interchange with another person or some weird news story that you hear and the better you'll be able to discern, do I want to learn from this person who's channeling another entity? Maybe you still will, or maybe you won't. I can't say that. I know that the more solidly I've come into my own self, then the less, uh, the less um, need, and perhaps maybe I say the less um, vulnerable I am, to outside teachers who may or may not have the right wisdom for me. And, and in fact, uh, some of you will know this story if you've heard my story about Saturn and reclaiming Saturn, because a lot of this comes out of my work with Saturn. Um, I was in a retreat with a, a teacher who I admired very much, um, who was helping us to come in contact with and find the sense of our true selves, our souls, in her words. And during one of the meditations, I got very clear guidance from within, from my soul, that it was time to let go of external teachers, which doesn't mean, of course, that I don't still listen to podcasts or read uh, read books from other people with wisdom and that I don't still um, find other wisdom outside myself. That's actually one of the great joys in life for somebody like me uh, who likes to learn. But what it does mean is that I don't take it at face value until I test it within myself. Does this feel true? Does this feel like something that is uh, resonant with my own experience? Does this feel like something that is true for me and my world and my experience? And that's, again, 
one of the things I've been talking about on the podcast is that it's a very critical time to be building your sense of discernment. And even just knowing where we are in the world of AI and meta and the metaverse and this this uh, this pull towards um, people out there governing our lives and people out there creating fake videos, creating fake whatevers, creating fake images and trying to draw our attention to the agendas that they've created. It's an incredibly important time to know where your attention is, to bring it back home, to have your attention on yourself, in yourself, within yourself as a regular practice so that you can build the spiritual digestion, this energetic digestion, build your sense of who I am, and then build this, um, it's, it's not just knowing yourself, it's appreciating yourself, appreciating that I have a unique frequency that I am here to bring to bear and to offer to life and to offer to the world. And I guess I want to wrap up by saying that one, another sort of thought experiment, if you will, in this is that when you have a sense of your unique frequency, you have a sense of this is who I am and what I am and what I feel like, then once you understand yourself, appreciate yourself, know yourself, then perhaps your job, your work, your purpose is to give generously of that self to the world, which doesn't mean giving away, but it means being so full of you and being so um, in like allowing your energy to flow so freely in the world that it's an act of generosity, that your life, your life itself is an act of generosity. Live so that your life is an act of generosity to the world. That's how I will wrap up today. I wish you uh, a beautiful new moon, which is coming up in just a few days. That's the new moon in Aquarius. This is a perfect time to be thinking about and feeling into and experiencing yourself, your unique frequency, and how that itself is a gift to the world, how you are your own water bearer of wisdom to the world. So uh, talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Natural Wisdom Podcast. As always, I love comments. Feel free to reach out. You can uh, reach me through my website, christinebacchus.com. You can also go to naturalwisdompodcast.com and it will get you to the same place. Take care.